The meeting will come to order. The clerk will call the roll. Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here, Kolar. Here. Kolar here, Krause. Krause here, Levin. Yeah. Levin here, Matano. Matano, absent. McCarville. Yeah. McCarville here, Miles. Here. Miles here, Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Laughlin. O'Laughlin absent. Pirtle. Pirtle here, Rip. Here. Rip here, Rit. Here. Rit here, Rusk. Here. Rusk here, Saloff. Here. Sail off here, shower. Shower here, Schmidt. Schmidt, absent. Stubbs. Stubbs, absent. Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Willett here, Williams. Williams here, Young. Young here, Zweifel. Zweifel here, Baird. Baird here, Bollig. Bollig here, Chenoweth. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Clausius absent. Dave Felice. Dave Felice here. Downing. Here. Downing here. Die. Here. Die here. Erickson. Here. Erickson here. Farrell. Here. Farrell here. Gillis. Here. Gillis here. Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here. Jones. Here. Jones here. Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here. Corgan. Here. Corgan here. 32 supervisors are present. Supervisors Clausius, Schmidt, and Stubbs had notified us that they would be absent this evening. Um, tonight will be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Kilmer. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, good evening, Supervisors. Uh, a man sent a letter in 1973 to writer E.B. White saying how he had lost faith in humanity. Many of us fondly remember reading Charlotte's Web and E.B. White's other books to our children when they were small. The beloved author penned this response at the age of 74. Dear Mr. Nadeau, as long as there is one upright man, as long as there is one compassionate woman, the contagion may spread and the scene is not desolate. Hope is the thing that is left to us in a bad time. 
I shall get up Sunday morning and wind the clock as a contribution to order and steadfastness. Sailors have an expression about the weather. They say, the weather is a great bluffer. I guess the same is true of our human society. Things can look dark, then a break shows in the clouds, and all is changed, sometimes rather suddenly. It is quite obvious that the human race has made a queer mess of life on this planet. But as a people, we probably harbor seeds of goodness that have lain for a long time waiting to sprout when the conditions are right. Our curiosity, our relentlessness, our inventiveness, our ingenuity have led us into deep trouble. We can only hope that these same traits will enable us to claw our way out. Hang on to your hat, hang on to your hope, and wind the clock, for tomorrow is another day. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. Allegiance to the United, United States of America, and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Kilmer. Under um, item C, approval of payments. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped announcements. Um, under announcements, are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Kolar. Thank you, Madam Chair. I am introducing a resolution this evening. Some of you may have heard of the term the dark store theory. In the short time this evening that I've had some conversations with my fellow supervisors, I've learned of multiple locations here in Dane County where large corporations are suing, literally suing municipalities to get a lower tax rate. So the resolution is encouraging our legislature to stop this ability of big stores, including Walgreens and Target, to ask to be tasked at a much, taxed at a much lower rate, and thereby the individual property owners, like your constituents, actually have to end up paying more of the tax load. So I encourage those of you who haven't had a chance to sign it, if you would join me in signing it and uh, join your colleagues throughout the state of Wisconsin and the country on stopping this dark store ability of um, large corporations to pay less taxes than they should be. Thank you, Supervisor Kohler. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. Probably a little bit early with this announcement, but I wanted to do it so I didn't forget. Uh, next month, March 15th, the Dane County Veterans Service Office is celebrating its 75th anniversary with an open house on March 15th from 1 to 4 p.m. in their offices at Room 108 next to the county board offices here in the city county building. This is open not only for county people, but for county board members, but for the public in general, veterans and their families, and anyone who wants to come and celebrate the Dane County Veterans Service Office 75th anniversary is welcome to come. If I remember, you'll hear this again in two weeks. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Further announcements? Seeing none, we'll move on to approval of payments. Is there a motion on bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by Dye, seconded by Kiefer. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And the bills over $10,000 are approved. Next is approval of county board minutes. The minutes of the February 9th county board meeting. Is there a motion? Moved by Matano, seconded by Farrell. Um, is there discussion or uh, corrections on the minutes of the February 9th meeting? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes of the February 9th meeting are approved. On F, consent calendar, items F1 to F10, are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, is there discussion on items F1 to F10 on the consent calendar? Oh, this is later one. Okay. Seeing none, um, is, seeing no discussion, all those in favor of approving items F1 to F10 say aye. Oh, aye. Wait a just, okay. Opposed say no. 
Supervisor Farrell, you are wishing to be recognized. Please uh, record me as voting no on F3 and F4 resolutions 474 and 475. You will be recorded voting no on resolutions 474 and 475. Supervisor Willett, were you seeking to be recorded as no on those? That would seem to, yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. On um, H, reports on zoning petitions, we have H1 and H2. Are there, is there any request to separate the two items? Seeing none, um, what's before us is the um, committee recommendation items H1 and H2. Is there any discussion? On the committee recommendation on item, items H1 and H2, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And the items are approved. The committee recommendation is approved. On J, award of contracts, resolution 472, award of contract for the Tenney Lock and Dam. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation of sub one. Is there um, discussion on resolution 472? All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and sub one to resolution 472 is approved. On resolution 480, award of contracts for Blooming Grove facility design services for area remodel. What's before us is the Public Works and Transportations Committee recommendation of sub one. Is there discussion on resolution 480 sub one? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 480, Sub 1, is approved. Under K, Resolutions, Resolution 520, opposing President Trump's executive order that prioritizes deporting undocumented individuals and reasserting Dane County's commitment to valuing immigrants and ensuring equal access to county services. Um, what this is on the calendar pending executive committee action. Executive acted this evening and re recommended resolution 525-0. We have one registrant on resolution 520, Kathleen Nichols, wishing to speak in support. There aren't a lot of faces that I served with left on the board, but there's still some friends. Um, those of you who know me, um, know that not much of my life has been spent in the closet on any subject. Um, but one thing I'm really sure I have never spoken about in person is that, um, or as a part of the public discourse, is that I'm the child of an illegal immigrant. If there had been such a rubric at the time, my mother would have been a dreamer. Um, and as I thought about it, the parallels of how she got to this country really are quite pertinent and similar. She was the youngest daughter in an enormous Irish peasant family from Tipperary. She was sent, her actually my grandmother was, and so she was sent to cousins in the States because Ireland at that time was war-torn and they were very hungry. And um, my grandmother was essentially forcibly married off to an American-born man so that she could stay in this country. Um, he was a labor organizer for the CIO and a skilled tradesman. So he lost his job uh, as the Depression worsened, and my grandmother took my uncle, then a five-year-old, and... She was pregnant with my mother and didn't know it and took them back to Ireland because at least you could grow potatoes on the farm, not in Chicago. And so my mother was born in Ireland. Well, it took a few years for the Depression to get slightly better. And um, during that time, the federal government had changed the immigration laws in order to keep the Irish out, because those were the days when Irish need not apply. And so my grandmother and toddler mother came back to the States. Roll the years forward, and my mother and father are now a very young married couple, 20 and 19. I'm on the way. My father's about to go into the military, 
And my father receives a letter saying that if he doesn't surrender my mother to to the equivalent of ICE, he will be charged with harboring an illegal alien. That was remarkably stressful for a young family with the American-born father about to go into the military. It took money they didn't have to get a lawyer. Um, they thought my mother might be deported, uh, for real. Um, and of course, it all became funny years later after it was all unthreaded. Every time my mother irked my father, my father would turn to us and say, see, I told you your mother was an alien. But it wasn't funny at the time, and it isn't funny for families in the same circumstance now. And while I have enormous faith in Sheriff Dave, and he is an independently elected person, you know, unlike a police chief, he nonetheless needs your support. Our staff and our departments need your support and guidance and instruction. And so I hope that there is just as clear a vote on the full body on which I once proudly served as there was in committee. Thank you for your attention. Thank you. Are there any questions for the registrant? Seeing none, thank you very much, Kathleen. On resolution 520, is there, dis um, what's, is there discussion? Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. I will be brief this evening. Um, I hope everyone will join me in voting for this. It did pass unanimously from executive committee this evening. Uh, I am proud to be uh, the sponsor of this, uh, and I'm sad to be the sponsor of this. Um, I am a second-generation American, and all of us are immigrants. Uh, maybe not all of us. I, uh, very few of us are not immigrants. Native Americans are not immigrants, but the rest of us are. And I grew up in a household that spoke Spanish and uh, spoke Hebrew and spoke English. Uh, and I would presume that everyone else in this room has similar stories, if not them themselves, then their parents or their grandparents. Uh, I am proud to be Hispanic, uh, and it's something that I don't talk about because I uh, have a tremendous amount of uh, white privilege, and uh, I, I acknowledge that and, and focus on that primarily. But certainly uh, the situation that's happening right now absolutely would uh, impact my grandparents. And that's scary as heck because I am proud to be American just as much as everyone else. Uh, so anyhow, I'm glad that we are affirming our uh, values. There are three big picture points uh, in this resolution. One uh, is to articulate that we will not request document or uh, record or provide, sorry, request, document, or provide immigration status to any entity. We will not cooperate with ICE in federal uh, immigration uh, raids or immigration uh, efforts. And we will not uh, require our, uh, any of our county services to be conditioned upon immigration or citizenship status. Now, there's also a condition to all three of these, which is we will not be, if you want to read the end line to all of these, be it, not be, uh, be it further resolved, is except as required under court order or by law. We are stating our values, and we are making it very clear what we prioritize. I'm not trying to write something that is thumbing it in their nose at the government. I'm not trying to write something that is thumbing our nose at the state or any other government. I am saying this is what we believe in Dane County, and this is what we will do. Uh, if you share these values, then I hope you will join us in voting for it this evening. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Is there further discussion on Resolution 520? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I have a minor amendment, um, and I'll bring that forward um, right after I explain it briefly. Um, at line 80, after the word citizenship, insert or immigration status. So, so moved by Wegleitner, seconded by Baird, that on line 80, that after the word citizenship, the words or immigration status be added. Is there discussion on this amendment? 
I'll just explain my intention behind it. Um, so I really appreciate all the work that Supervisor Baird put into this um, resolution. I think it's really important for us to make these statements. Um, the amendment just makes clear that um, it's not just a matter of whether or not you're a citizen, but also the type of immigration status that you hold is not going to be a condition of services. Okay. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Further discussion on Supervisor Wegleitner's amendment? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. Supervisor Farrell? Please record me as present and not voting. So you'll be recorded as abstaining. Uh, Madam Chair, point of order on that decision then. Four weeks ago, this body passed Resolution 448 in support of inclusion of all in Dane County. And in that resolution, we talked about voting record and diversity of thought to make Dane County a safe space for all. And I believe some might think your decision is not making this body a safe space. It's, so I ask that it has you been the practice of this body. As president, not voting. It's been the practice of this body. We vote. We record yes, no, and abstaining votes, and that is the practice of this body. Supervisor Willett. I wish to be recorded as abstaining. Okay, thank you. Further discussion? Um, so we have voted. Those in favor voted aye. Those opposed voted no, and we have two abstentions. Anyone um, else being wished to be recognized? Supervisor Dye. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I rise tonight. Wait, wait a minute. I need to. Sure. The vote, the, so Supervisor Wegleitner's amendment um, is approved. And now it's on um, the resolution as amended. Supervisor Dye. Thank you. Um, I rise tonight because I think Supervisor Baird made an important point in her remarks um, that we all have stories um, about where we came from. And so many of us in this country. Uh, don't have stories that originate here. Uh, and for me, on one side of my family, my great-grandparents came from Denmark. And as my great-grandmother was um, getting older, my aunt undertook the exercise of starting to interview her to get some of the uh, history of our family recorded before we lost um, her memories and that institutional knowledge. Um, and so one of the questions that she asked was how she met my great-grandfather. And my great-grandmother started telling the story about how um, they, had, they lived in Racine, um, and there's a, certainly a strong Danish community there till this day, and I am uh, proud to eat Kringle pretty often. Um, and my grandma was telling the story about how when my great-grandfather first came over, he didn't speak English, and so she helped, helped to teach him um, how to speak English. And then she got to the end of this amazing story about how they had met, and she said, oh, wait, that wasn't your great-grandfather. That was another guy. <laughs> and to this day, I don't remember the story that she told about how she actually met my great-grandfather. Um, but I'm really lucky because I grew up, having the good fortune to look like most of the other people in the community that I grew up in. Uh, I grew up knowing how to speak English, and I grew up with the good fortune to have those two things not be something that made people look at me differently with extra scrutiny, and particularly the government um, look at me with an extra layer of scrutiny. I think it is the job of government to enforce the laws it's also the job of those of us who are elected officials to push to change laws. Um, and I think in this case, it's our job to stand up for everyone in our community um, and make sure that the United States continues to be the place that it has been for generations, where we welcome people, regardless of their background or what language they might be speaking when they reach our borders, and where we become the land of opportunity for so many. And so I'm really proud to vote on this tonight in honor of my great-grandparents and their story and the story of so many people who are yet to enter this country um, and those who are already here who are impacted by the policies that we set and that those at other levels of government set. And I hope you'll join me in voting in favor. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Anyone else wishing to be recognized on Resolution 520 as amended? Um, seeing no one, all those in favor of Resolution 520 as amended say aye. aye. Opposed say no. 
Supervisor Farrell wishes to be recorded as, well, he will be recorded as abstaining, and Supervisor Willett will be recorded as abstaining. And Supervisor Ripp would like to abstain. Seeing no one else weighing in, Resolution 520, as amended, is approved. Resolution 521, opposing President Trump's executive order that bans Muslim immigration and refugees. Um, this also is on the calendar pending executive committee action. The executive committee voted 5-0 in support of Resolution 521. Is there discussion? Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, a companion piece to the other resolution. I'll be brief. It did pass executive committee unanimously. This is much more political and pointed. It is directly saying that uh, we believe that President Trump's executive uh, order that bans Muslim uh, immigration is uh, against American values and uh, illegal. I hope you will join me in making this strong statement. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. First of all, I wish this board could deal with Dane County business, and I know that most of you feel that's Dane County business. I think we have much more important business to do than this. Second, um, right in the headline, it calls it a Muslim ban. When I look on the Internet, because I don't know different countries, I try to work more with Dane County things. But the five largest Muslim countries are Indonesia, Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, and Egypt. None of those five are listed in the seven here. I read the whole executive order. I have a copy of it if anybody wants to read it. And never once does it say Muslim. So then it goes down onto line 18, and it states, this executive order is a ban on Muslims entering the United States. It's not. Then it goes on that it's a declaration that Muslims are to be feared and what we must prohibit their entry into our nation. The whole order all the way through it never once has the word Muslim in it. It's not what it is. I'm afraid that what we do with this is actually make more division. We're pointing out divisions that don't exist. And I will be voting no on this tonight. And I wish we would, again, do more of the county things. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Hendrick. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I want to thank the sponsors of this resolution and uh, certainly ask people to support it. I would point out that uh, federal judges who still have independence in this country have decided that this is a Muslim ban, which is why it violates the Constitution. And that's, that's their job, and, and I'm going to take their word for it. Uh, since other people were sharing their stories, I wanted to... Uh, indicate some basis for my sympathy with refugees and most recently and most pointedly in, in this Muslim ban, the refugees from Syria. My great-grandparents lived in a war-torn country. Uh, they were subject to religious discrimination. And so I don't think Muslims should be subject to religious discrimination. Uh, they lived through foreign invasion which certainly is true of Syria, whether it be Russian or Turkish invasion, uh, or perhaps some would say the United States invasion. And they lived through civil war and famine, and uh, my great-great-grandfather died in 1848 in the middle of the potato famine, and his ancestors were fortunate to come to this country. Uh, on the subject of the previous uh, immigration resolution, I, I am strongly of the belief that many of my ancestors entered the United States illegally. And if you study genealogy, you will find passenger lists and records of when people entered the country. But if you look at some of my relatives who came through Canada into the United States, they probably entered illegally. So uh, I think we all should think about our heritage and our background and the fact that we're a country of immigrants and that we do not practice religious discrimination. The people who promoted this Muslim ban specifically intended to ban Muslims and even publicly stated that they tried to make it look like they weren't banning Muslims so that it would be legal. But that didn't work and that's why it's been stopped by the federal courts. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Hendricks. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Just quickly, um, I, too, have read uh, the executive order uh, quite a bit. And there is a specific provision in the executive order that says that uh, immigration from those countries uh, will prioritize religious minorities. 
So when you choose countries that are majority Muslim and you say no one can come from those countries, but when we do decide that people can come from those countries, will be religious minorities, that entirely is a Muslim ban. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Pirtle. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I, I agree with the comments that have been issued. And, you know, I, I think facts matter, and I think the technical parts of the language do matter. And we could have a great debate about the letter of the law and the intent of the law. And it turns out in America there's been many laws where I think if we were to look back on today that we would find were perhaps legal and passed by legislative bodies, but still were morally wrong and inappropriate. And I think at the end of the day, when we consider the language being used here, uh, it took me about two seconds on Google to find the, the president's statement from his campaign on December 7th declaring his intent to create a total ban on all Muslims entering the United States. Now, whether this actual order meets that purpose or not, that rhetoric is part of the problem as well as the policy being articulated here. And I think it is equally fair to lay out our concerns in the language adopted by the leader of the free world and remind him that we don't support it. So I will be voting yes. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Supervisor Miles. Thank you, Madam Chair. <clears throat> uh, Supervisor Pirtle just um, stated part of what I was going to state, so I'll, uh, I'll move on from that and share uh, personal reason why I'm supporting this resolution. Um, many of you may know I'm half Japanese. My mother arrived here um, about 10 years after internment. Um, so we didn't fall, my family didn't have that in their history. Uh, but we certainly have friends, uh, a number of friends who, who did experience that uh, horrible move by our country. And ironically, just uh, last Sunday was the 75th anniversary of that executive order that in turn Japanese. And that, um, that order came down out of fear and ignorance and, and seeing people, uh, a group of people as other, something objectified. And um, unfortunately, we didn't learn from, uh, or many people haven't learned uh, the horrible lesson from that that occasion. Um, and as Supervisor Pearl pointed out, there was discussion about a Muslim ban during the presidential campaign. And in fact, one of Donald Trump's surrogates used that, uh, that executive order as, as an argument for precedent for uh, expulsion of here, another group that out of ignorance and fear is being seen as the other. And I think we can rise above that. And, and part of that is, is being a voice for those that we serve and passing a resolution like this to stand up for what is right. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Miles. Supervisor Schauer. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I'll be voting for this tonight, and I'll be voting for it for all of the good reasons that have been um, mentioned by other speakers. And I would normally, on normal times, in, uh, I would be of the uh, supervisor Willett's mindset that the county board should be focused on county issues. Um, I've abstained from other um, sense of the board uh, resolutions in the past, um, but those were other times when we didn't have uh, executive orders being entered into that were this egregious. This calls for this type of statement, and I'm proud to um, stand with the majority in, in this body and make this statement today. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Schauer. Supervisor De Felice. No, I want to thank Supervisor Willett for uh, opening the door to a discussion like this to comment on the utter uh, contempt that Donald Trump has for Muslims. And in fact, he said, uh, quote, he had come out for a total and complete shutdown of Muslim immigration to the U.S. Theresa May, Prime Minister to Great Britain, called it a Muslim ban. People inside the White House called it a Muslim ban. The media 
both conservative, liberal, mainstream. Call it a Muslim ban. But if you have to judge by anybody's words, you might as well judge by the author of the executive order, and that's Trump's words, who called it a Muslim ban. These are not alternative facts. Thank you, Supervisor Dave Valiche. Further discussion? Supervisor Zwiefel. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I will be voting yes for this tonight because um, this is the business of Dane County. We have Muslims in Dane County. We have the University of Wisconsin, a Big Ten university that brings in not just Muslims, but people from all over the world that want to live here and want to raise their families here. We have migrant workers. We have Mexicans that come up across the border, South America, um, Central Americans that come here. People from all over the world come to Dane County. I can't think of anything more that's Dane County business than this. I have the privilege, um, where I work is just over the border of Dane County, um, but I work with immigrants every day. And I smile at them every day and I say good morning. And this is our business in Dane County to make sure that um, our population understands where the Dane County Board sits, how we feel we should treat people in our streets and in our communities and in our workplaces. And I'm proud to do the business of Dane County tonight, and I'm proud to vote yes on this resolution. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Sweepel. Supervisor Dye. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, you know what? I agree with Supervisor Willett. I don't think that this is a county issue. I think it's a human issue. I think it's an American issue. I think it is a neighborhood issue. I think we have seen in Dane County signs popping up in yards that are not for political campaigns, but that instead in different languages say, no matter where you come from, I'm glad you are my neighbor. And I think that when things like what is happening in our country today happen, it isn't a county issue for us to stand up and take a position. It's everyone's issue um, to not be silent and to not sit silently doing nothing and instead to take a stand. And so we're going to have, unfortunately, tonight two chances to do that. One has just passed and the other is coming before us. And I hope that you seize that chance tonight uh, and, unfortunately, any time that it might come up in the future because we are uh, stronger when we stand together and we have the opportunity to demonstrate that tonight not just to the uh, few people who might be actually listening to this debate on county board or the people who are nice enough to spend their evening with us tonight, but to our friends and neighbors who live all across Dane County and as an example of what government can and should be at every level. So thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Supervisor Young. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'm voting for this resolution for a number of reasons, but one particular individual that I met over this last year is a Muslim refugee from Iran graduating from the university, from a University of Wisconsin school um, with a master's degree this May. And because she came to this country as a refugee, as a Muslim from Iran, would have been banned under this executive order. She has a green card and is afraid for her status in this country today. She's someone who wants to be an American citizen, who is part of our community, who is part of our state, and who is being attacked. So this is a Dane County issue. This is a Wisconsin issue. And there are so many stories like hers. She's someone who I've gotten to be friends with and has faced so many things that she shouldn't have had to as she came to this country as under fear as we should be accepting refugees and this resolution ensuring our commitment is helping people like her even if we can't do as much as we'd like in this body this is a Dane County issue and this is a this is a personal issue on to so many different people thank you supervisor young further discussion Seeing none, the clerk will call the roll. Clerk will call the roll. No, okay. Kilmer. Yes. Kilmer, I. Kolar. Aye. Kolar, I. Krause. Aye. Krause, I. Levin. 
Levenai Matano. Aye. Matano I'm McCarvel. Aye. McCarvel I Miles. Aye. Miles I Nelson. Aye. Nelson I O'Laughlin Absent. Pertle. Pertle I Rip. Rip Abstain. Rit. Rit I Rusk. Rusk I Saloff. Saloff I Shower. Shower I Schmidt. Schmidt Absent. Oops, wrong one. Stubbs. Absent. Veldrin. Veldrin I Wegleitner. Wegleitner I Willet. Willet No Williams. Williams I Young. Young I Zweefel. Zweefel I Baird. Baird I Bolly. Bolly I Chenoweth. Chenoweth I Clausius. Clausius Absent. De Felice. De Felice I Downing. Downing I Die. Die I Erickson. Erickson I. Farrell. Gillis. Aye. Gillis I. Hendrick. Aye. Hendrick I. Jones. Aye. Jones I. Kiefer. Kiefer absent. Corgan. Aye. Corgan I. The vote is 29 yes and one no. Resolution 521 um, is approved. Resolution 404, Food Waste Prevention and Recovery. What's before us is the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation to approve. Um, I should note uh, in the um, legislative history on here, there were, I don't know if it got corrected, but there were a couple um, references to requiring a two-thirds vote on this, and it was an error in Granicus because of how the resolution was classified. So it, this resolution does not require a two-thirds vote. But so on resolution 404, um, the recommendation to approve is before us. Is there discussion? Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. I am the one vote against this in UW extension, so I thought I should explain that vote. There are a lot of good points in this. However, some of the question that comes up in my mind is, is this something that the government should be doing? Are we helping? And the biggest thing that I have here with this is I don't think we are helping. Um, I do a bit of work with the Badger Prairie Food Net Food Pantry. I spoke with them about this. And the first thing that it talks about, the, when you go to look at the numbers that they have, you have two sources that they use, and the sources are hugely different. So the question is, they have this goal of how much we're going to save, but they don't have a baseline. And the reality, when you check on that, when I ask Badger Prairie, how much food, and I'm looking here just at food that comes into them that's wasted. And I understand there are a lot of different ways. How much of that is wasted? And there is a huge amount that they actually give to uh, sheep farmers and goat farmers. I learned that avocados can't get fed to something and all sorts of things that I really didn't need to know. But what was interesting as we talked about it is then I asked, does that get reported this somewhere? I mean, there are some cans, and I thought that was interesting. If a can is outdated and it's given to a food pantry, the food pantry actually throws that can away. I personally do occasionally eat things that are outdated and wouldn't bother me a bit. So there are some things that could help. But, okay, what happens to the records of the food that we're dealing with here? And is it food that's wasted? And this talks about feeding it to livestock and such things, which is a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Those records go nowhere. They go, actually they do, they go to the Badger Prairie Foods Network Board. They don't go to any government agent. So there's no government agent that's going to say we succeeded in making this 50% better. So what are we going to do? We're going to start keeping records. We're going to make more forms. We're going to spend more time record keeping. We're going to claim that we accomplished this food reduction in waste. And in reality, I'm afraid what we're doing is simply making more work for the volunteers that are really doing this hard work that should be done. The concept is good. Does it do any good for clause like on 42? Be it further resolved that the Dane County Board of Supervisors calls upon the private sector to help address the investment need for improved food waste recycling infrastructure. That's a, that's a good goal. It is. I'm not saying it's a bad goal. Do, do you really think that does any good if we say that? Maybe it does, and I suspect many of you will vote for it. But this is my big problem with this, is I'm afraid what we're doing is putting a bunch of more paperwork requirements on people that are doing good work. There are two local food pantries that are out by Verona 
within the last year that have closed for lack of volunteers and lack of how much they can do. And I don't want anything to do with putting more paperwork on them. I want them to do the work that needs to be done. So I will be voting no on this one. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Chenoweth. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, I'm glad to uh, state that this is probably uh, Dane County business that we should be dealing with tonight. Um, I think that's a very important issue that uh, being a member of the, food, uh, the Dane County Food Council uh, has been a, uh, uh, I've learned over the last year, has been a very uh, uh, priority issue with the Food Council and, and their work group. Uh, I do not believe, I, I, you know, I believe this particular resolution kind of states some of the objectives and goals of what the Food Council is trying to get to. I don't believe we're going to get down to where we're going to, uh, even within the year, uh, get down to where we're going to uh, force the food pantries to uh, fill out forms to figure out, you know, what's good, what's bad in the food. I think what we're trying to do here is understand uh, the amount of waste which, which is in the system and it's, it, and what we've learned through research and, and, uh, and prior work in this process is, is considerable. It's considerable within the, the Dane County community, uh, it, not only in the public uh, uh, aspect, but in the private aspect. And I would urge my colleagues on this, uh, on this board to support this because it gives, gives the Food Council um, uh, uh, really kind of a backing to go forward with this and, and put the effort into researching this and making this a good, good policy to come back to this board at some future date here, possibly within the year, to understand, uh, uh, to bring forth a, a program that, that addresses this issue. Um, uh, it, it's, it seems to be a problem within the, the school district, uh, within, uh, within our, own, uh, uh, our own infrastructure within the county and the public area, plus within the, within the private area and, and the conversations we have. We have, work, we have members of the work group at the Food Council on this, uh, dealing with this and, and, and within with, with city, city of Madison people uh, dealing with the public, uh, private sector with restaurants. And, and everything we've, we've heard to date is that this is an issue that needs to be dealt with. So uh, I think it's something that really starts the, starts the programming and gives uh, the Food Council a real uh, uh, vote of support. And I would urge that this, this uh, board uh, back to this resolution. Thank you, Supervisor Chenoweth. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I appreciate the, the work that was put into drafting this. I think this is a really important um, issue that we need to move forward on. Um, I think Supervisor Willett was um, reading details into this resolution and requirements that I don't see anywhere in the text. Um, but I am curious about um, kind of what the next steps are, and I'm wondering if um, Supervisor Downing or Supervisor Chenoweth might um, be willing to uh, answer a question, which is whether this um, partnership between uh, public health and food businesses and the FDA, if that is something that's already kind of developed, do we have folks in mind, or is this something that the Food Council will be um, cultivating and re doing some outreach to, to pull together? I'm just kind of curious about sort of the next steps, because this is uh, kind of general and broad, which I understand. Supervisor Chenoweth, would you? Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, yes, uh, this is something. This has been an ongoing conversation that the Food Council has done under their, their food waste work group over the last 18 months. Um, they have, uh, in fact, this we just reported last night uh, that they have had conversations with the uh, 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 with private industries and. and and basically, uh, with the city of Madison and, and their efforts into uh, addressing food waste within restaurants, for lack of a better word, restaurants, but we're trying to incorporate uh, and, and get all the stakeholders in, in, in a group. Uh, one of the things uh, that this work group really had concerns about, whether or not this council or this board would actually support an, an effort to this, to this magnitude uh, to go forward with something, uh, or at least a, you know, try to start programming uh, policy for uh, food waste. It, it, it requires quite a bit of effort uh, regarding you know, uh, what you know, what the regulations are, what the impressions are, and 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 you know basically how people deal with this issue uh, to date. So 
Uh, this is really the beginning of this, and we intend on incorporating all the stakeholders within this program. Thank you, Supervisor Chenoweth. Supervisor Ritt. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Um, I rise in very strong support of this resolution. I am I'm very excited that we can put forward a first step in addressing food waste. As many of you in the body know, I've worked for um, many years helping to feed people who are homeless. I, I'm a part of a, a group effort every single week. There are so many people in our community that are hungry. I am a teacher at one of the poorest schools in Dane County. Children there are hungry. We have so many hungry students that every single child is entitled to a free breakfast and a free lunch. And even though we have such hungry children, we have garbage cans filled with perfectly good food that at this point we are not allowed to give to people who need it even though they are in the exact same building. So I know that the resolution doesn't address all of the questions, certainly doesn't create a program yet, but it is an amazing first step to put existing food into the homes where it's needed. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Red. Further discussion, Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. Probably the most important line in this whole resolution is line 51, in which it calls for the health department to uh, work at standardizing the implementation of safe handling guidelines. And the reason that's important is there's uh, a number of entities that have, uh, would like to donate food, but there are apparently are different standards out there, and they're not sure just what is allowable and safe, and so food goes wasted on that account. So I was very happy to see uh, that this went to the Board of Health, and was uh, endorsed by them because they're the ones who will um, have to do the work to um, affect one of the major uh, products uh, of this resolution. So I encourage you all to vote for it. It's a, it's a good cause, and I'm glad to see us doing some, uh, some real county business that will help all the residents of this county. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Further discussion on Resolution 404? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 404 is approved. Item M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage. We have M1 and M2. Is there any request for separation of the items? Seeing none, is there discussion on items M1 or M and M2? These do require a two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to record them as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to them being recorded as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, M1, items M1 and M2 will be recorded as having passed unanimously. We are now on such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. We um, are now on adjournment. Is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Shower, seconded by Miles. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned.